locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Arrow. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. The issue of abortion. You said last week mm -hmm. that you support leaving the decision between a woman and her doctor and leaving politicians entirely out of it. So can you clarify, mm -hmm. do you support any legal limits on abortion in Arizona? Look, the fact is right now that we are under an extreme 15-week ban that limits health care options for women who need them. Uh, there's the potential uh, for a complete ban. Right now, that ban is in the courts, but under uh, my opponent's administration, she would support a full ban. She's called this a great law. She doesn't support any exceptions what do for you rape support? or incest. Uh, look, when you're talking about late-term abortion, that is incredibly, extremely rare. And it's happening if there is, if that conversation is happening, it's because there's something that's gone incredibly wrong in the pregnancy and doc politicians do not belong in that decision but what there do you no support what size... should the limits be the the decision about abortion should be between a patient and their doctor so there should be no limits in the law it should only be decided in the medical office government making these kind of mandates interferes with the care that doctors need to provide to their patients they don't belong in these decisions okay I, so just to be clear if you uh, become governor you will push for a law that has absolutely no limits in any point of the pregnancy on abortion that's your position that's what you would want to be the law of the land in arizona the fact is right now that we have very limited options and that we need to get politicians out of the way and let doctors provide the care that they are trained to provide the health care that their patients need. Politicians don't belong in those decisions. You declined to participate in a PBS debate against Carrie Lake. Here's what one columnist from the Arizona Republican wrote. Uh, Lori Roberts from the Arizona Republic, this is what she wrote. She wrote, if Katie Hobbs loses, remember October 12th, the day she ran away from confronting Carrie Lake. Democrats in Arizona are known for snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, but Hobbs' refusal to debate her opponent on Wednesday represents a new level of political malpractice. Why won't you debate her? Look, Carrie Lake has made it clear time and time again that she's not interested in having substantive, in-depth conversations about the issues that matter to Arizonans. She only wants a scenario where she can control the dialogue, and she's refused to sit down in a one-on-one -on -one lengthy conversation to really clarify with Arizonans where she is on the issues. She's the one who's afraid of, of talking to voters where she's at, and we are doing everything we can to take to make our case directly to the voters of Arizona. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, that when Arizonans who are struggling, when they go to open their ballot, when they're thinking about the fact that they're not sure how they're gonna put food on the table, they're rationing she their insulin, 
or they're thinking about having to drive their niece or their sister or their daughter to California to get the health care that they need. They're not going to look at their ballot and well, say, she just came it, and sat down didn't debate her opponent. She just came and sat down with me and, and answered my questions for for a lot of minutes. Um, yeah, a lot of Democrats are questioning your decision and they're saying, you know, it's the wrong decision. President Biden's former 2020 co-chair said, I would debate and I would want the people of Arizona to know what my platform is. If you think she's as dangerous as you're saying to democracy, is it your responsibility as a candidate who wants to run Arizona to show and explain who their alternative is? That is exactly what I'm doing right now. And there is a lot more ability to have a conversation with you without her interruptions and shouting uh, to do that. Uh, and, and yes, she did sit down with you. She's refused to do that with any legitimate reporter in the state of Arizona and take her case directly to the voters. She's only interested in creating a spectacle. And I guarantee you, uh, people that are struggling in Arizona right now are not making their decisions about whether, whether, over whether or not there was a debate between myself and Carrie Lake. They're gonna make their decision based on the person who understands their struggle and has real solutions to try to fix that struggle. Real quick. And well, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like CNN is trying to save their company. It looks to me like CNN is trying to save face. That's exactly what they're trying to do. But it doesn't matter. It's too late. But I'm okay with that. It's, it's nice to see somebody because Fox News, Fox News doesn't even give Carrie Lake that kind of credit. So it was nice to see somebody on CNN, I know they're trying to save their com com uh, company from going bankrupt, but it was really nice to see CNN hold Carrie, uh, Katie Hobgoblin's feet to the fire and ask her the hard questions. Don't you think you should be debating her? Don't you think the people of Arizona want to see you debate Carrie Lake? She sat here with me for a lot of minutes, said the CNN host. And we had a civil conversation I've not seen her talk over anybody, so why won't you sit down with her? Because she's just going to be a sounding match, and she has yet to sit down with a legitimate port reporter in Arizona. She is asked questions by all kinds of reporters every day. I show it here almost every day, and she doesn't shy away from anybody. She didn't even shy away from going on CNN. I wonder when the last time Katie Hobbs decided to go on LFA TV or Real America's Voice News. As a matter of fact, I wonder when the last time Katie Hobgoblin even went on Freaky Fox News. Scared cowards who do not deserve your vote. And again, you might ask yourself, why, why did that just happen? Why is CNN look like they're actually biased towards Carrie Lake? They're not. They're trying to save their company. And the new boss, the new president who's firing everybody, tell, is saying, look, we're, CNN is done unless we go back to the middle. So that's what they're trying to do. But much like Facebook and anybody else who's done, so, uh, who's done you so wrong, nobody's going back there. It's just nice to see them claw their way up and try. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America, LFA TV. I am your ever so humble. God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. 
broadcasting live from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and I love doing this job for you every single day of the week. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to do this job for you. Thank you for allowing me to be able to, thank you for trusting me, I should say, with not only your finances and your, your financial support, your dedication, trusting me with the, giving you the news, trusting me with giving you the truth, trusting me with uh, creating LFA TV. All of us together built that. But you trust me with the decision-making, and look who we get. We get great people like Mike Crispy. We get great people like Anna Perez. We get great people like uh, Sean Farish and Kevin Smith and Antonio Sabato and more. Who knows? Who knows who's coming next? But before we get to Jesus Calling, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about what Live from America's mission statement is, okay? There is a mission statement here. Most of you don't have to ask what that is. Most of you know what it is. It's actually predicated on all the promises that I ever told you when we started this company and when we started doing this and I left my career and I told you I would never do this, that, this, that, and the other. And if anything ever did change, I asked permission from you first. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, here on LFA TV, we serve God. We serve the big G-O-D in heaven above and dwelling within us with the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. That's first and foremost. Second, we are loyal to each other and our families. And we are loyal to this country. And we are not loyal to a party. We are loyal to the Constitution. We are loyal to truth. We are loyal to exposing corruption, whether it's in a social fact uh, matter, whether it's in a political uh, situation, or whether it's in Hollywood. We are here to rid this country of any evil, any wrongdoing that we come across. And I'm not saying no uh, people that make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes about 80,000 times a day. I'm talking about an agenda to ruin this country or ruin a generation or ruin a culture or ruin our flag or ruin the Bible. That is what our mission statement is. And wherever the truth brings us, the truth brings us. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to some people behind the scenes, some people who are heavily connected in Washington, D.C., It's very scary to even have a conversation with these people over the phone because you don't know if your phone's being tapped, especially being uh, having your door knocked on by the FBI before. And a lot of people would say, then why are you talking about it right now on the air live? Well, because I'm not here to be scared. I'm not here to tiptoe. I'm not here to worry about whether or not I'm going to make it till tomorrow or not. This is the hill that I have promised you I will die on. My family knows it. You know it. Everybody around me knows it. The people who work with LFA TV know it. And guess what? That's why they're here too. So our mission statement is no matter where the truth takes us, even if it's to people that we thought were good, if we find out truth that they were bad, we're going to be on it, period. We are here to ruffle feathers. We are here to take down this broken system. We are here to show you the ins and outs and the workings of this inner government and these big, huge corporations and these companies. That's what we're here to do. And it's a hill we're going to die on. So I just thought that it was very important for me to get that mission statement out there so each and every one of you know exactly what we're here to do and that none of us, and I repeat, none of us are suicidal. Bobby said, Jeremy, I hope you mentioned that generator again. I'm thinking about getting one. Uh, before you know what hits the fan. Oh, I'm going to be talking about it tonight. Don't worry. And also, I got a new sponsor to talk with you guys about tonight as well. But it's all for the benefit of you and your families. You don't have to engage in some of these sponsors. Some of them you can. But just know that anybody, and I am very, 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 you ask Eli. 
We get calls all the time. Partner with us. Sponsor with us. Let us do this. Can we have a show on LFA TV? Can we do this? You wouldn't believe how many people I just turn away and I'm like, nah, because they don't fit you. Not me, not Eli, you and our mission statement. So I just wanted to get that out there first and foremost before we get to stuff, okay? All right, here we go. Let's go to Jesus Calling, ladies and gentlemen. It is October 18th, year of our Lord, 2022. Trust me in times of confusion. When things don't make sense, kind of like they don't now, and nothing you do seems to help, invite me to enter your struggles, to be ever so close to you. Though others may not understand what you're going through, I understand perfectly, and I am with you, watching over you continually. Genesis 28.5, ladies and, or 28.15, excuse me. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we talk enough about Genesis and, and, and the book of Genesis. Let me just tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen. The book of Genesis basically tells you everything you need to know from the front to the back to the beginning to the end, from the time you got here until the time you leave. The book of Genesis is amazing. Genesis 28.15, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. And God can't tell a lie. And he promises to, wrong, to right wrongs and that, the, and that the people that need to be uh, to see justice will see justice in your lifetime. That doesn't mean that he's going to make everything perfect and he's going to make the world all hunky-dory. That's the new earth. That's coming later. But you are here for a reason. And he does answer your prayers. Psalm 63, 8. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me and before you turn out the light tonight rest assured that there is a way for there is a way forward even though you don't see it yet all you got to do is take my hand and trust me and that's kind of what I say to you guys here now I'm not a pastor I'm not a preacher I am a man of God I'm a child of God I do go to the Lord in order to uh get the things that I need to say to you daily and I shoot from the hip but ladies and gentlemen take my hand we'll all take God's hand We already got Jesus and the Holy Spirit here. It's a holy party, ladies and gentlemen, and we're just walking that narrow path. Let's have our Lord's Prayer now. If you're wearing a hat, if you're wearing a LFA hat or a you can't beat God hat or a you can't beat Trump hat or whatever, take it off and let's have our Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, if you would have asked me, if you would have asked me three, four years ago, Would you expect everything that's happened? I would say no. What, are you kidding me? No. I didn't plan to get here. You didn't plan to get here. We're just all here together, folks. We're just all here together. I've got something quick to tell you. If you go to the LFA TV app, I want to show you this. There you go, LFA TV app. There it is. You'll see at the top here that there'll be a live video that plays. A lot of people said there's no sound on that video. No matter how much I touch the screen, there's no sound. That's because it's only showing you what's playing in the live uh, cycle. If you scroll down and you see all of these videos, on-demand videos right here, 
right above that, right here, that is the actual live video that's playing up top. And guess what? Together, folks. We're just all here together. I've got something quick to tell you. See? That's what that is right there. So there's this app will always play um, what is playing live over everything else. And then when those are done, it'll go right back to playing in cycle. And uh, you can also watch on demand any of your favorite shows near the bottom. So all you got to do is go to your app store, LFA Space TV. Download that today. Give it a five-star review on podcast as well. And uh, you know what time it is. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the night. All right, here we go. The Biden regime has sent out a request. And this, and by the way, this story that I'm, I'm uh, reporting for you, they're trying to hide this from you. This is not something that they've put, that they've put out a statement out or about or somebody saying, oh, hey, this is going on. This is normal. They're trying to hide this from you. But one thing you're not going to do is hide things from all of us here at LFA TV. If I could get you all to rumble and share the rumble video. I love you all on Getter. I love you on Roku. I love you on Firestick. But we need to make sure that we are secure. And Rumble is a secure site with secure servers. So please come and rumble this video. Rumble all the other videos. Remember, if we get everybody in the top 20 tonight, I'm giving away 25 t-shirts tomorrow. The Biden regime sent out a request for volunteers from all government agencies to help with Backbreaking labor, really, at the southern border, and they're hiding it from the American people. Now, why you? Before I get into the story, you must ask yourself: Why would the Biden regime? Why would they need help from all government agencies to pitch in with 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 with, with backbreaking labor down at the southern border? What do you need help with? I thought the border was secure. I thought the border was closed. Every single time you talk to a Democrat. They will tell you, what are you talking about? That border's not wide open. Well, we've got Ben Berkwam coming on tonight to tell you otherwise. But that's not, but that's not what this story's about. Yesterday, it was reported that the U.S. military is looking for volunteers to travel to the open U.S. border with Mexico and run errands and clean homes and do backbreaking labor for illegal aliens. What? The volunteers will be assigned to Manile work for 60-day deployments. Uh, let me show this. Can we get this on the screen? Let's, here we go, right here. There it is. We got it, folks. Oh, let's, can we, um, we got to get rid of these lower thirds. Let's get rid of these lower third banners so you can actually see the entire paper. Here it is. We got it. Homeland Security, folks. Homeland Security, right here. Document, memorandum. For heads of executive departments and agencies, I request your support of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, Volunteer Force, DVF, DHS Secretary Alexandro Mayorkas, who, by the way, needs to be in prison and also um, sent to Gitmo. And I are committed to ensuring... Basically, that we have a border that's safe, blah, blah, blah. You can see it here. I'm going to scroll through. I don't want to read the whole thing. I'm just going to scroll through very slowly so that when this video is over, you can go back and you can pause this and you can read this at your leisure, okay? But that's what this memo from the Homeland Security has asked for. Now, notice, ladies and gentlemen, 
Request for support from the Department of Homeland Security Volunteer Force. Okay? All right. Let's get back into the story. Um, the U.S. military men and women will be, reassi- will be assigned housekeeping duties, including sweeping, cleaning refrigerators, shredding paper, and any other small jobs requested of them. The military personnel will also make prescription medicine runs and meal preps for the illegal aliens. The documents were leaked to Jillian Turner. The Biden administration is hiding uh, all of this from the American public like they hide the fact that the illegal alien flights to your hometown in the middle of the night are even happening. But yet they, but, but yet, uh, they want DeSantis and Abbott for kidnapping charges, but that's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. Uh, here's some more of it right here about your opportunity to get involved, folks. There you go. U.S. Department of Homeland Security has a vital mission. There it is. It's a vital mission. This is for you to get involved, folks. And we'll slowly scroll through this. I don't want to read the whole thing. We do, excuse me, we do have a lot of people um, who are listening on podcasts. So there we go. Scroll through the whole thing. And folks, if you're listening on podcasts, all I'm doing right now is showing the documents to the live viewers who are watching on digital TV and social media. Um, So basically, your tax dollars are being put to work with the Department of Homeland Security reaching out to other government agencies asking for their manpower so that they can have enough resources down there to cater to who? The illegal aliens that shouldn't be here to begin with. Meal prep? Are you kidding me, folks? Share this video and rumble, rumble, rumble. It's actually worse than we thought, though. The Biden regime is, uh, is seeking volunteers from all government agencies in order to do this. And I'm talking all government agencies, FBI, NSA, CIA, all of them. They need help because they don't have anybody to work for them. They, they, got, they, did too, uh, they, they sent too many people to the IRS, I guess. Maybe there's 87,000 new people there that can go help. The Biden regime didn't want to declare the open southern border an emergency and seek funding from Congress. So they're looking for volunteers to help hide their malfeasance and purposeful destruction of our country's border, ladies and gentlemen. And they don't want to make it a big thing. They don't want to make it a big thing. Now, I will say that I will give credit to Fox News because Fox News actually was talking about this before us. But it was nice to actually get our hands on the documents and the actual request for help. Now, this request for help started back in April. That's when it first started, was back in April. And they're, do- they're doing the same thing that they're, they're doing with COVID-19 emergency restrictions. They're just renewing them. They're just renewing this request. Can we get more help? Can we get more help? Can we get more help? Why? Because if they go to Congress and they get any kind of monies allocated towards this kind of help, then all of a sudden it's going to be all over the world, it's going to be all over the news, that they needed billions and billions of dollars to help secure a southern border that they're telling you is completely closed. They're telling you that is completely closed. That is a crock of you-know-what, and this Biden regime, once again, is using your tax dollars to colonize America. Now, remember earlier today on this morning's show, if you didn't watch it, you're going to have to go back and watch it. But I reported that we now have, that we know of, this is that we know of, by the way, you can always bet there's going to be a lot more. But in the state of Virginia, Governor Yunkin's state of Virginia, there are currently five sanctuary locations in which house 250,000 illegal aliens right now in Virginia. 
five locations that are called sanctuary zones. I didn't know Virginia had was a sanctuary state. And they're currently housing 250,000 illegal aliens. And again, that is what we know of. How many of them are in the streets? How many of them are not at these sanctuary locations? Because from what Ben Berkwam tells me and from what the Border Patrol tells me, anytime I talk to anybody down there, that they're lucky to get a third of the ones that actually come over. So if you think that there's 250,000 illegal aliens in Virginia, there's probably more like a half a million to three quarters of a million. Now, why is that in the state of Virginia? Did I miss something? Did I miss something? Is the state of Virginia a sanctuary state? Are there sanctuary cities in the state of Virginia? I must be missing something. But that's what we reported on early this morning, and now I am not happy to report this next story for you either. But it is the truth, and what, are we, and what is our mission statement here, no matter what? Truth. We have new numbers, a record of nearly 130,000. Now think about, now we just throw out numbers, right? We live in a government, we live in a world where our government spends so much money, they're talking billions and trillions that you don't even have an idea of what numbers really look like. 130,000 people. How many people is 130,000 people? Well, let me tell you. You've seen college football games, right? Filled to the brim, filled to the max. And at most, you might have 80,000, 70, 80,000 in an, in an outdoor stadium. At most. I don't even think, are there any stadiums anymore? I remember the, like, the old Pontiac Dome or whatever. Uh, back in the day, they, they used to be able to hold 100,000 people, right? But are there any, does Dallas Cowboys Stadium hold 100,000 people? I don't think so. I think it's less than that. But just take, look at all of those people at a college football game. Or look at all those people at like the Daytona 500. And that's not even as many people as we're talking about here. Record nearly, uh, a record of nearly 130,000 migrant children entered the U.S. shelter system this fiscal year alone. This, that's a problem, folks. You want to talk about a pandemic? That's a pandemic. That's a pandemic. Internal federal numbers obtained by CBS last Friday show that the number of minor arrivals at the southern border has surpassed the 122,000 number for fiscal 2021. By the way, there's been millions to come over the border, and we're only talking about 130,000 children. That means that the majority, and and I mean by a lot, like 98% or more, are able-bodied adults, folks. And you don't think they're colonizing? The country's uh, fiscal year ends September 30th. And we've already got 122,000 kids in our American shelter systems. Health and Human Services Refugee Resettlement Office, which is in charge of housing unaccompanied minors who enter the United States, has not publicly published overall data on the program since releasing its April's numbers. Uh, The April's number. Most of the migrant minors are male, and historically, the majority of those in agency custody are teenagers who cross the border without legal guardians. The Federal Refugee Office maintains custody of these minors until they turn 18, and then guess what? They're released to a sponsor, typically a guardian living in the United States of America, and you know it's some Democrat or NGO agency. And this surge in minor migrants is a part of a larger influx of illegal migrants crossing in the United States uh, southern border. 
U.S. Customs Border Patrol have encountered a record of over 2 million migrants so far this fiscal year. So let's go back to the data. Let's go back to what the data shows. 2 million caught. Over 2 million. If we do that by a third, folks, that is 6 million. Ben Berkwam will tell you that he believes that it is in between 6 and 10 million people. That is the size of a major city. And I'm not talking about a city like Atlanta. I'm talking about a city like New York City. If that is not colonizing, ladies and gentlemen, then I don't know what is. If that is not colonization, then I don't know what is. Hold on, I'm just talking to Ben real quick. Now, before we bring Ben on, I do want to talk a little bit about what I said this morning about this major migrant uh, caravan that's coming to the United States again. Not only is the border wide open for just thousands and thousands to come over every day, not only is it wide open so they can go cause some kind of war-torn turmoil in Afghanistan or Syria or wherever so they can then say, oh, we'll just bring them in. We'll just bring them in. There's thousands of these refugees, forced refugees by us, I'll call it, flooding in, but they also pump in massive amounts. And I'm talking 20,000, 30,000, 15,000 at a time with these migrant caravans. So when you're constantly letting in just a little bit every day, accompanied by these big bucketfuls, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is colonization at its core. This is what it is. And and what I wanted to tell you was a majority of this new caravan that is coming is coming from Guatemala and Venezuela. Guatemala and Venezuela. And what they don't understand is, yeah, we're going to America. Yay! Guess what America's going to be in the next five years if you have it your way? So don't come over here, number one. But if you do, don't come over here and start voting. And if you do, don't vote Democrat. Or you're going to be right back in Venezuela just here. Ladies and gentlemen, joining uh, me tonight to talk about that and an array of other things, but really just the fact that I believe that we're being colonized and uh, I just don't see it any other way is uh, Real America's voice correspondent and head of uh, America's Frontline. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Berkwam joins us tonight. Ben, how are you, brother? Hey, brother. Great to be with you. Uh, I totally agree with you. It is, it's a recolonization of the world. That's what it what is. what we're seeing right now. I mean, yeah. it, 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 invasion is one thing, and it is an invasion. That's true. But there's a difference between an invasion and a colonization. And we are being recolonized right now. And people need to understand that. They need to understand that, yes, we're being invaded, but there's a whole nother level in invasion because this is invasion forever. This is, mean, this is flushing you out, purging you out, purging new in. Is that what you see with your own eyes every day? Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, and, and to... For the people that are watching it that think that it's it's kind of organic and it's just happening by chance, it's not. This has been organized for years. This has been orchestrated by the United Nations Migration Council and bad actors, globalists, uh, communists that have been working to defeat not just America. This is not just happening in, in America, but the entire entire Western world. Yep. So the same things happening in strong countries in Europe and all over the world. We're seeing the same the same takeover. And it's being done through this. It's almost a, a, a global redistribution of land, of wealth, of, of, uh, of power. And all of this is happening with China in the background pushing from behind and with these godless, anti-American, anti-capitalist, globalist communists that are leading this whole effort. And 
the, the sad reality is we're paying for it through the United Nations. We, we fund you know, the majority of the cost of the United Nations. They are the, the worst actor in this entire process. And it is, it is, there's an entire industry built around this now where they're in all of these countries. They're training people on how to come in, how to break our, soft, our, our, our immigration laws, how to use, manipulate our refugee resettlement program to basically bastardize America's immigration system and ultimately take over with without the mindset you know there's immigration is one thing there's an assimilation process an, an understood assimilation process that comes with that this colonization is not it's the exact opposite it's we come in we take over and that's what we're seeing happen uh, and it's for multiple different purposes so you have people from muslim countries that are coming in you see that heavily in europe but we're also seeing that in the united states in places like dearborn michigan that have, this has been happening for over 20 years uh, but we're seeing that all over America where we have this this Muslim push. And then you also have the, the communist push. So even though you have people coming from Venezuela and Cuba that want to escape those systems, you also have people being sent by those governments right. to undermine America's government and to push us towards that direction. And sadly, you have these same organizations, these NGOs, the United Nations that are working with those governments to do that very thing to America to destroy us from within. And Ben, you know, the other thing that I was thinking too is, and, and you probably know, I mean, you, you just alluded to all that, but what people need to understand is they've got us focused on the wrong thing. They've got us focused on the physical Southern border, which is where this is occurring. But where the focus really is, is exactly where Ben just said. It's within these organizations and in these politicians that these organizations and these other world leaders have in their pockets and all of them working together in order. This is just one aspect of the global reset. You have if you don't if you don't take down the United States of America militarily, monetarily and physically, if you do not do that, you do not get a great reset. That means you do not. um transfer the energy from this uh, sector to this sector. That means you do not control the food and the farmers and the land. And that means you do not control trade. And if you don't control those things and energy as well, that's why we don't drill here. And so you guys got to understand this border thing is just one piece of the global takeover and the global reset that they wanted when Hillary Clinton should have won in 2016. We would be, we would be so much further into this right now had that happened but it didn't happen and so now we're trying to play catch up and while we're trying to play catch up the whole world is being their plan is being revealed to the whole world right ben yeah uh it's you know they they used to call it conspiracy theory there were people that talked about agenda 21 we're you know we're a year past that now this was the the un's uh basically they said it this was in their platform for this was you know back in the early 2000s where they said these are the these are the plans that we have for the world by the year 2021. And now we have the agenda 30. And this is this is the march that they're on. There is a, an orchestrated cabal to take over the world in this global reset, to make it, remake it in the image, uh, one world order, one world government with the elitists at the top of this thing. And you, and, and, you know, it's crazy as people still say, oh, that's conspiracy theory. No, it's, it's in their own words and we're witnessing it in real time now. We're seeing these things happen in real time. And you're right the border, a lot of this is distraction from what's going on behind the scenes in these organizations within these people. And you look at perfect example, I was just in El Paso a few days ago, and you have somebody like Veronica Escobar, I call her the cartel congresswoman. She said nine months ago, and Anthony Aguero, one of our great reporters Love also Anthony. mentioned this, he, he brought this up. 
uh, that she said nine months ago that El Paso was going to become the new Ellis Island. And, and at that time, it was a really weird statement because at that point, uh, El Paso was basically not on the radar. You had Eagle Pass, you had Del Rio, you had Yuma, you had uh, McAllen, Texas, La Jolla, some of these places that were getting overrun. But, but uh, El Paso was basically a blip on the radar. At some points, it wasn't even being tracked. The numbers were so low. And then all of a sudden, sudden overnight, now we're having over 2,000 illegals crossing in El Paso wow. in this in this in, insane wave. And now we're, they're talking about it could be up to 4,000. So people like Veronica Escobar, they're deep in this. They have been compromised for years. Uh, they are working to the detriment of America. So so wait, so wait, so wait. So you're saying that she revealed all of this that they're doing right now months ago, eight months ago, and everybody was like, what is she talking about? And now it's coming to fruition. That's the area that's exactly being that's right. the, the new Ellis and Island. That's, and that's where the oh, and that's where the man, that's man. where the investigations really need to go. When we take back over in November, these people they need to be charged with treason. And this is this is one of those places. If you are directly aiding and abetting an enemy of this nation, which cartels are definitely an enemy, China's an enemy. Uh, if you are working to the detriment of America, then you need to be charged with treason. And she's one of those people that needs to. There needs to be investigations into that. And that's the exact question. How did you know nine months ago right. that this was going to happen? How could you foretell that if you weren't a part of making it happen? And the reality is, I believe she was directly a part of making it happen but ben okay so everybody sits here and everybody hears us talk about this they see your videos all the time they follow you on instagram they just they they watch you it's like a train wreck right they're like i got to see what ben's saying but i know it's nothing good right it's not going to be like oh ladies and gentlemen we we, we won we secured the border today right but, and so people are like they just feel like what are we gonna do and i think we're doing everything that we outside of like you know the next big step which we're not even going to get to but I think we're right. doing everything we can do. But here's the problem, Ben. Let's say you and I know we're going to take over in November, at least the House uh, and the Senate. I, I believe both of them are going our way. But let's say we take over both of them, all right? But then you got to worry about, are these Republicans going to vote in Kevin right. McCarthy? Because right. that's the next step. Let's say we get control and you think we did it. Now we're going to stop the bleeding. We're going to stop the, southern the bleeding in the southern border. But if you get Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House, right. I know. nothing is happening, Ben. Nothing. Well, and that and that goes back to everything. You know, Steve Bannon, all the folks have been talking about the, this uniparty idea. It's been the the establishment elite on both sides controlling this. That's why MAGA is so important, taking over the entire party, getting rid of the rhinos, getting rid of the radical left. And and really, we need Republicans with the balls to come out and say. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. This is what we're going to do and step aside if you if you are going to get in the way. And that's what we need. So a couple of things that we need to absolutely do. Cool horse behind hey, me. Uh, hey, look at that, that horse. <laughs> hey, that's hey, it's his AOC. His name's, his no, name's, that's Cow, a his name's Cowboy. That was AOC's Cowboy. face. That was Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I saw her. I just saw her. That was her teeth. You can't yeah. tell me any different. That wasn't a horse. <laughs> yeah, that was, his name's Cowboy, but the uh, so what we what we absolutely need to do we have to declare an invasion on the southern border. I'll be in Texas tomorrow, uh, hopefully meeting with Governor Abbott. He hasn't done it. He's done a few things good, like the the uh, Lone Star Operation Lone Star, where he's enabling funding the sheriffs and law enforcement to be able to help in the stop of this this human smuggling. But what they should do is what Carrie Lake has said she will do declare the invasion and actually stop them, repel them from coming into our country. That's number one. That has to happen. We're bleeding out. This is national suicide. We can't take it much longer. So we have to have courageous governors. And we need governors like Governor DeSantis to do the same thing, make the same declaration and say, you're not sending them to our state. These are people that are, have invaded our country. They have no right to be in our country. 
and I will not allow them into my state. So even if they get past places like New Mexico and California, making the Republican state say you cannot send them here. That's kind of a doubly bad thing because then that gives more congressional representation to some of these Democrat states, but at least it forces the issue. Uh, the, the number two thing is once they get in there, those, those places have to declare, and this is where, it, God forbid, uh, Kevin McCarthy's in there. He has to declare these terrorist organizations, the cartels, terrorist organizations. We have to treat them that way. Now, nothing, none of that's going to change until we take back in 2024, but they can start doing an invest in the, the investigations yeah. and the people that are aiding and abetting the cartels. They can do impeachment hearings. We need to impeach Secretary Mayorkas. Obviously, Joe Biden needs to be impeached. Uh, uh, all of these people that have directly aided and abetted need to be impeached. But they have to have the balls to do it. And that's what the people of America have to demand. They have to say, we're not we're not taking compromise anymore. Compromise is a word I don't even want to hear anymore. It's defeat. It's it's either win or lose. Our country is going to be won or lost. We have people that want to destroy this nation. We have people, we have patriots that want to save this nation. And are you one of, which, which side are you on? And that's really what we have to demand. You have to defeat these enemies, these demons that want to destroy this country. Ben, has Kevin McCarthy ever come on Real America's Voice News before? I don't know. I don't think he has. I don't know the answer to that. And I don't think he's been on RSPN. And I know for sure he's, he's, I've never, I've, I've, I've offered him to come on here many times, but I guess I'm too small. Long story short, if Kevin McCarthy is voted in speaker, none of these investigations will happen for real. They will happen for optics only. It'll drag on for two years to make it look like they're doing something. And I, uh, and I got to tell you, Ben, I'm not going to say it right now because I got to make sure. But today I heard some stuff in the, in the uh, behind the scenes chatter that people that we are friends with are going to vote for Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. And that really, really, really concerns me. People that are in there. And uh, boy, I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't do that. Uh, ben, well, any, and, and again, ahead. and again, that's why that's why we have to put the pressure on. The people have to put the pressure on and say this is not OK. We're not accepting it. Uh, you know, other than uh, McCarthy having to come to Jesus moment. But it's even bigger than that. It's we have to get rid of the establishment, the, I, the people yes. that play these games, that understand the games, that work within the games uh, and, and follow the rules of the games that they've created themselves. We have to get people that go in and just drop bombs and say, we're not playing these games anymore. We're going to take over. We're going to take this country back. We're going to do what's right for the citizens of this nation. I don't care if it hurts your, you know, your, your ability to get into the right social club when you leave. Uh, or when you go out to dinner or whatever, you just have, we have to pe- have people that are willing to stand up and fight. And the only way that happens is if there's enough political pressure to do it. It's like what we saw with the Tea Party in, in uh, 20, 2008, 2009, 2010. We've got to have that same, and, and really with the MAGA movement, we've got to have that same level of, of pressure because we're going to see a massive wave. You're going to see Antifa and BLM burning down streets again. You're going to see this massive pressure from the left. To, to not do any of it. So we have to stand up and say, we're not going to take it anymore. We're going to stand up as American patriots and take this country back. Well, Ben, everybody here, there's, you know, three, 4,000 people watching here and everybody thinks you're a hero. They love you. They know you're putting your life on the line. Um, I feel the same way. People, everybody follow Ben on Getter. Follow him on uh, Instagram. Follow him on True Social. What is it? Uh, it's Ben Berkwam everywhere? Yeah, at Ben Berkwam. Uh, on pretty much everything on, on Facebook. It's frontline America with Ben Burkwan, but and at frontlineamerica.com's website. And make sure you guys go to frontlineamerica.com as well and use his promo codes and help him and his family out in all their fights. Ben, love you, man. Thank you so much. Be safe and uh, reach out to me if there's anything we can do for you. Okay, man. Sounds good, brother. Love you too. All man. right. Thank you. See you later.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go, Ben Berkwoman. I got to tell you, folks, like I said, someday his footage that he has been showing us for the last two and a half years will be used as evidence, and these people will rot. These people will rot someday because of his reporting. I don't know when. I don't have the timing of that. I can't give you the exact day that's going to happen, but I can tell you one thing. They will rot because that's justice, and we need a little bit of justice right now. Folks, if you think Ben is doing a great job, if you love what Ben's doing, I know he would tell you to rumble this video. Like Mike Crispy, right? Rumble this video. Share it out, folks. Get it out there to everybody. I love you, man. All right, before we go on to our next topic, this is the time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, everybody who's on Medicare, and there's a lot of you watching right now that are on Medicare. Do you feel happy with your Medicare plan? If you don't feel happy with it, meaning if you're paying too much, or if you're not getting enough for what you're paying for, or for whatever other reason, you might just want to go shopping around for better Medicare, then reach out to Tim Gustafson. He is an LFA family member on America Strong Business. He's, out, he's working right now to get people into the right Medicare plans. This is what he does for a living. He uh, asked if I would reach out to all of you guys during this month because this is the month which you enroll If you are on Social Security and you're getting Medicare, you could probably offset a lot of this inflation by the the raise that you're going to get, the 8.7% raise starting in January in your Social Security, and you can save some money in Medicare costs. Reach out to Tim today by going to insuritynfinancialservices.com slash Medicare and reach out to him today. He's one of us. He loves the show, watches the show daily. Him and his wife homeschools their kids Everything that we are, he is, and he asked me to do this. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, insurityfinancialservices.com. Also, we're just going to go ahead and do this right now, ladies and gentlemen, because I think I've got your attention on it, and we're going to give a love to our sponsor, Gold Co. Um, I asked you yesterday how many of you have seen a 25% or more loss in your uh, 401ks. Do you know that some people told me they lost up to 40% of their 401k in the last two years? Some cu- uh, one couple told me, one couple told me that they lost a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Another couple told me they lost seventy thousand dollars. Folks, all Gold Co. is yes, you're going to pay a charge to do this. That's how these people make money. But all it is is a place to put your fi- put your finances, so they're going to be secure. Money is always going to be secure in three things: gold, silver, and real estate. Gold, silver, and real estate. That's where your money's going to be secure unless a bunch of gold and silver just comes flying out of the sky. Ladies and gentlemen, secure your nest egg today with actual physical gold and silver. So many LFA family members have already done it. You owe them a call anyway because they will help you out at least with advice. 855-559-3433 or go to goldcold.com today, folks. All right. Do you have to be 65 or older for Medicare? That's a very good question for Tim. And if you go to insurityfinancialservices.com slash Medicare, He can answer that. All right, here we go. Secret audio. One thing that we have been doing lately, folks, Mama Bears and Papa Bears took a stand. The DOJ ran. When Mama Bears took a stand, that should be a shirt or a bumper sticker. I said it first. Every time anybody says it or reads it, I get a quarter. Anyway, moving on. One thing that we've been doing is uh, our children have been taking their little cell phones and going into these public school systems and videotaping or audiotaping their teachers, their principals, their uh, superintendents, saying weird or doing very weird things, and then these people get fired. That is how Project Veritas actually makes a living, by exposing people like this. However, we do have new audio out, ladies and gentlemen, of a main teacher, of a main teacher 
who um who reveals basically that uh, she hates conservatives. She hates conservative parents, and that any conservative parent who voted or supported or su- voted for or supports Trump is uneducated. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's grab this audio now. Actually, we'll go to the YouTube version. Yeah, there we go. As you'll see, folks, I can't uh, check this out. Go go over. See this right here where it says sign in? Yeah, I can't sign into YouTube. I'm banned. But I can still access some things on there. Check this out. For the people. She specialized in prosecuting child sexual assault cases, putting pedophiles behind bars. Do you think that's a good thing to do? I do too. And was later the chief of the Division on Children and Families for San Francisco City Attorney's Office. She was elected the District Attorney of San Francisco in 2003. That's a huge position. Kamala Harris? Yep. She created a groundbreaking program to provide first-time drug offenders with the opportunity to earn a high school degree and find employment. Instead of putting men in jail, usually it's men, usually it's men of color, because we don't put white people in jail for these things. So she came up with a program to help them earn a high school diploma and get a job rather than put them in jail. Do you think that's a good thing? I think that's a good thing. Hold on. I want to tell you guys what she's talking about. What she's talking about here is Kamala Harris. She's praising Kamala Harris for everything she did as a district attorney or attorney general, whatever the heck she was. I think she she was attorney general, right? I think she was attorney general of California. So that's what she's talking about here. Let's move on. The program was designated as a national model of innovation for law enforcement. Then she was elected California's Attorney General. That's huge for the whole state of California. And oversaw the largest state justice department in the United States. She established the state's first Bureau of Children's Justice and instituted several first-of-their-kind reforms that ensured greater transparency and accountability in the criminal justice system. Is that, did Biden get a degree? Oh, yeah, Biden's very well educated. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that woman just said, oh, yeah, Biden is very well educated. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, Biden is very educated. Can't you tell? I no more think of myself as old as I am than fly. Old as I am than fly. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, and Hunter's the smartest person that he knows, so... Yeah. Uh, Biden, uh, Trump has a degree from a college, a very, very low-level college, and he was a very poor student. You just hear what she said? Trump graduated from a very low-level college and was a very poor student. Biden is massively educated. Not Trump, who graduated from business school, but, you know... One of the toughest business schools to get in. He was a very poor student, says this know-nothing teacher. And when he was drafted to serve his country in Vietnam, his father got him off because they, they took him to a doctor, paid the doctor to say that he had a bone spur, and so that he didn't have to serve his country. He didn't go to Vietnam like all the other men and women did and serve their country and risk their lives and sacrifice. He stayed home with his wealthy family and didn't serve his country. That's bad. And he called everybody that did morons. <laughs> I think is the word he used. 
morons. Well, anybody who did get uh, go over there and fight for the government when it was a wrong war kind of probably is. He doesn't pay taxes. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't pay I taxes. I pay taxes, but he doesn't pay taxes because he cheats the system. Oh, yeah. The system. He's a liar and a cheater, and he's not that smart. And apparently he's not that nice either. But if people want to admire him, I don't know why, but it wouldn't mean that I would dislike somebody, right? Just because somebody's wearing a Trump hat, I would think to myself, there's somebody who needs to be educated. <laughs> but I wouldn't hate them or call them names, right? Yeah. Your father and stepfather are just caught up in the propaganda. <laughs> they believe the lies. She is. And that's the whole point of lying. She's indoctrinating a student as we are listening. This is, this is her. She's saying your father and stepfather aren't stupid. They're just caught up in all the propaganda and they believe all the lies. Because the people believe it. <laughs> just because you say it. And January 6th, a whole bunch of people put guns in their belts and went to kill Congress people. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up the, sh the truck full of lies. On January 6th, a bunch of people put guns in their waistbands and went to Congress to kill people, to kill Congress, to overthrow it. That would be a real insurrection, lady. That's not what happened. Oh, we're calling this, we're calling this school tomorrow. Hey, Gray New Gloucester Middle School in Maine. I actually know somebody up by there. Okay, maybe we can get them to actually go there to the office. Gray New Gloucester Middle School. Oh, we're going there. What a lying piece of crap Ann Cook is. Senators. It's horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. Oh, it's Why horrifying. Why they do that? Because Trump told them that the, that the election was stolen and that, that Biden and everybody else is just out to get them and they're the enemy. They're not the enemy. The enemy is Russia. Russia. China. Russia. Americans should be pulling together <laughs> to fight the real enemy. But Trump has made the enemy right here. Oh. You know what? You know they what? Trump did make the enemy right here. He made the enemy known right here. And the enemy currently occupies 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, currently occupies the U.S. Senate, and currently occupies the U.S. House of Representatives. And guess what? We're just getting started. Get, uh, Gray New Gloucester Middle School in Maine. We're going to light you up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, on the morning show. You're not going to want to miss that. LFA TV mission statement. You know, we got to do it, folks. You know, we got to do it. Um, listen, we're going to call them tomorrow. Don't worry. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff that's going on in your schools. That is why your children, if they do have cell phones, my kids do not. But let's say yours do. Make sure they always have them on the ready. They put guns in their waistbands and they went to the Capitol to kill Congress. Uh, what? <laughs> If that had happened, Congress would be dead and a whole bunch of people would have been executed for actual insurrection. Let's call a spade a spade, ladies and gentlemen. Look, one race that we have not been keeping up with very much here on Live from America, folks, 
is um is JD Vance's race. Okay. Uh, I, I apologize because I should be keeping up more on JD Vance's race because that that race is just as important as any other race. All right. And I and and it is my fault that I have not been keeping up on that. I I will be reaching out to JD Vance. I will be trying to get him on the show. Um, I've I've uh, I I think we crossed paths a couple times, and I don't know why we've never had him on the show. I could, I guess I just overlooked it, and I guess that's my fault. I, I, how could I overlook that important race? But um, he's had a series of debates with that loser Tim Ryan, that Rhino Tim Ryan now, and uh, <laughs> Rhino Democrat, whatever you want to call him, they're all part of the same thing. Uh, he's had a um, He's had a few debates now, and I want to tell you that he really hit home when he talked about the pharmaceutical company, okay? Hey, there's the number right there, folks. Hold on. I'm going to copy this number. We got the number. We got the number right there. Thank you so very much, Zeus. I'm going to, I'm going to email this number right now to my, uh, to my producer, Eli. Boom. Phone number. Boom. All right, we're going to call them tomorrow. Thank you for making my job a little bit easier. That's what I love about my LFA family. Um, J.D. Vance really killed Tim Ryan, I believe, when he hit him with the pharmaceutical comment, okay? Let's play this first, and then we'll go back and we'll talk about it, all right? Here we go. Tim Ryan has run commercials falsely accusing my nonprofit of me taking money out of it and it not helping people. It did help people when I put $80,000 of my own money, Tim. But you know what? Those commercials are paid for by pharmaceutical blood money because Tim Ryan received tens of thousands of dollars from the very companies that have profited off of this. (laughs) And that's exactly how he's able to fund the lies that he's been putting on TV against me. That's right. That is where J.D. Vance needed to focus more. I just ordered my EnviroCleanse, and they offer a payment plan with no interest through. That's right. That's right. I'm so glad you got one. I'm so glad you got one, Nanetta. God bless you, Nanetta. Thank you very much for letting me know. Ladies and gentlemen, he needs to hammer Tim Ryan on this over the next three weeks. We have got to get J.D. Vance on here. We've got to get one last big push. We've got to talk about the pharmaceutical companies, especially coming off COVID. Look, I don't care. Even if you call yourself a Democrat, you hated COVID. Okay, unless you were a far, far left Democrat who loved to shut everything down because it killed the economy because it made it look bad for Trump. Those are I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about regular people who are so sick and tired of covid that they know the pharmaceutical companies and the word covid-19 are some are symbolic and their work. It's synergy at its best and they don't want anything to do with it. Pharmaceutical companies are very, very, very bad, ladies and gentlemen, very bad. Anytime we can get a chance to take a hit at a pharmaceutical company, we need to do it. They're worse than politicians. They're the ones that own the politicians. And guess who own the pharmaceutical companies? China. China. Okay, China owns the pharmaceutical companies. They own the politicians. They're all in bed together. It's synergy at its worst. It's called Satan synergy. Satan synergy. So he needs to continue, in my opinion, to really, really, really hit home on all of that, ladies and gentlemen. He's got to hit home on the pharmaceutical stuff. All right? Now, I told you we were going to be talking about a new sponsor, and uh, this is a sponsor that signed on for a month. It's because a lot of, a lot of our sponsors go from, from the 1st to the 31st, or some will go from the 15th to the 15th. So we're taking on a new sponsor right now, ladies and gentlemen, and why are we taking it on? I'm going to tell you why we're taking it on, to go on and go after the pharmaceutical company. Because the pharmaceutical company is very good at marketing campaigns and they're very good at making people believe that CBD is bad for them. Let me tell you something right now. I have a hard time sleeping because I work 24,000 hours a day. Sleep 
the, the CBD sleep gummies right here. Now, I know a lot of people use melatonin for sleep, uh, for sleep help, and that's great. Melatonin is great as well. But guess what? The pharmaceutical companies own all of them too. You know where the pharmaceuticals don't have their greedy little hands into? CBD. Now, they, a lot of people think a lot of bad things about CBD, but I'm going to tell you one thing right now. ADHD, anybody with any kind of, um, any kind of problems retaining anything or focus on, on anything, people that have joint pain, people that have back pain, people that can't sleep, people that have anxiety, these are nat- CBD is natural, okay? And there isn't THC in it to where you're getting high and you're getting stoned. That is something that these pharmaceutical companies have been putting out for campaigns for years now. And I never really knew anything about CBD until we really started needing it for our pet. We started using it for our pet first, for our dog. Our dog, Sasha, who's a German Shepherd and she's getting arthritis because she's getting old. We started using it for our pet. And then we started hearing about people were using it for, um, for, for severe ADHD. And then we started hearing about people using it for joint pain. And we're like, wow, we got all problems like this in our home. So we started using the sleep gummies. And I'm going to tell you what, I decided, you know what? If the, if the CBD company out there, the CBD companies out there are taking a big hit at the pharmaceutical companies, I'll bring them on. So ladies and gentlemen, please check it out today. If you have joint pain, any kind of, uh, any kind of sleep problems uh, right there, relief, relaxation, sleep, recovery, focus, pets. It's all there at thecbdistillery.com. That is thecbdistillery.com. Check it out if it's for you. If it's not, don't worry about it. But it's not what people think it is. It's not anything like you're buying weed, okay? So don't let these people continue to tell you that it's bad for you. Those are billion-dollar pharmaceutical marketing campaigns in order to stop you from actually seeking any kind of relief. And we're sick and tired of it. So if it's for you, check it out, cbdistillery.com. Calm. Look at that. Majogo said, CB sounds good. My mom was hurting bones. I can tell you this. I can tell you this, folks. It's all natural and it works. Ask my two neighbors. My one neighbor's mom is 105 years old. Ask her because that's where we got the idea. That's where we got the idea from an 85-year-old. No, you do not pass te- test positive for drugs. No, you do not. You do not pe- test positive for drugs. Nope. Nope. Stu Peters is talking about the deadly virus that is 80% stronger. Good. I love Stu. Matter of fact, I've been talking. Well, I'll keep that for a secret. Anyway, let's move along. We got two more stories, and I don't want to keep you very long. Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in Chicago, you need to hear this. I got to bring up my phone because I have this saved on my phone. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, today, the city of Chicago, okay, in an attempt to do anything they can to cheat in the election, The city of Chicago will not, I repeat, capital N-O-T, listen very closely, Illinois, will not allow you to be an election judge, to be an election poll watcher, or to be anywhere near the voting booths that day if you are not vaccinated. And the city officials claim that this policy is in place because they consider the position to be a city employee position and all city employees must be vaccinated unless they have some kind of um, some kind of uh, um, uh, religious exemption. Uh, somebody says you can test positive. Terry Sue said you can test positive. Really, I didn't think you could. I thought that I thought that you needed a, a certain level of THC in your body to test positive, and C and CBD is not that. It's just derived from the hemp, uh, and and it's d- basically DTHC for the most part. 
You might want to talk to your doctor if you do have a case in that, though. I'm not a doctor, and I don't know what that level of THC is, but you might want to talk to your doctor. But here you go, ladies and gentlemen, right here. Look at that. Check the history of the CBD pharmaceutical companies tried to keep it out of circulation. Yes, they did. If you live in Chicago, you got to understand they're not going to let you be a poll watcher if you're not vaccinated. So how do we get around this? Well, ladies and gentlemen, number one, it's illegal. They're not going to be able to, legally, they can't do anything about this. However, they're doing it so close to the election, you're not going to be able to file suit. You're not going to be able to file suit. You're not going to be able to get this to go through the courts fast enough in order to get any kind of relief or injunction or anything unless somebody big right now files in court so that they can't implement it. So we need somebody big, somebody with deep pockets, not me, somebody in Illinois, somebody in Chicago, okay? Listen closely. All I do is scream from the mountaintops here and hopefully somebody takes control of this. You've got to file some kind of suit where there is an injunction right now that says that uh, Lori Lightfoot cannot do this. She cannot keep people away from our sacred right to vote or our sacred right to watch the vote and monitor the vote if they're not vaccinated. You are not a city employee. You're only volunteering your time. They're using this as an excuse to cheat again. Don't let it happen. Again, we're being proactive, folks. Proactive. The promo code there, I, I'm just, I know I'm bouncing around, everybody, but the promo code is LFA, LFA, LFA. CC Ward says you will not test positive with CBD. Well, there you go. I didn't think you would, but I wasn't a doctor as well. You know what I mean? Promo code for all the sponsors is LFA, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All you got to do is try it. Just like Field of Greens. I wouldn't steer you wrong. We try it first before we give it to you. So anyway, if you're in Chicago, get that done. All right. I've got two more quick stories and then we're out. If you remember, I reported on a story. This is going to Pennsylvania elections now. Okay, these are very important stories. I saved them for last because I'm hoping that you guys are very much paying attention at this point. We just went from Chicago. Now we're going to go to PA. If you remember, I reported just, what, like a week ago, maybe 10 days ago, that the Supreme Court of the United States overturned a lower court in Pennsylvania and their decision to accept mail-in ballots if they didn't have dates on them, if they didn't have signatures on them, if they were destroyed in any way. And the Supreme Court said, nope, 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 back up the cheating truck again. You're not allowed to do that. You will not count any ballots that don't have dates on them. You will not count any ballots that don't have signatures on them. And you will not count any ballots that have any kind of blemishes whatsoever. Well, the Secretary of State right away came out and, and literally, ladies and gentlemen, instructed counties and clerks, city and county clerks, They instructed them to disobey the Supreme Court. Disobey the Supreme Court. That's bad. And they know that there's not going to be anything that can be done about it because we're too close to the election. So Pennsylvania, you got to rise up. I don't know if Doug Mastriano knows about this. I'll send him a message. I'm sure he does. You've got to step up about this now. The, um, the, The Secretary of State has directed the county clerks and the city clerks to ignore, so the GOP in Pennsylvania sued, okay? There is a lawsuit, which means something could be done about this, but the GOP there needs your support. I hate the GOP, trust me, their establishment, but at least they filed some kind of a lawsuit already, and I apologize for not not saying that first, uh, that they had sued, but they did sue, so at least there's something in the works, all right? I just want you guys to be uh, informed of what's going on in your cities and your states and uh, Chicago and Pennsylvania that is happening in both. So they have sued, but you need to know about it because we know we have a big, big, big audience from Pennsylvania here. Now we're getting it in this last story, but I keep seeing somebody say something about the four Patriots website. 
Let me just show you what it looks like here. The Four Patriots website. I didn't plan on doing this tonight, but here you go. Here it is. It's fourpatriots.com. But if you want the actual link, just go to the description section of this Rumble video. Just look at the bottom of it, and it's down there. All the sponsors are down there, so you guys don't have to have a hard time finding them, okay? All right, last one of the day. Um, Remember I reported to you the other day about the New York Times and how they put out a poll that said most people are leaning towards Republican right now? And um, ladies and gentlemen, because the most of the people that they interviewed were from Generation X. Raise your hand if you're from Gen X. See, I am... I am unique. I am Gen X and millennial. So I was born in 1979. So I fall into that two year period where you can be one or the other. So I'm a Gen X and millennial. But a majority of these people polled come to find out were Gen X. And ladies and gentlemen, left wing people are going crazy on Gen Xers right now, calling us stupid, calling us dumb, calling it using the word retarded, which I don't very, I don't use very often anymore because I know what it, I know how it offends people. But ladies and gentlemen, I got to show you this. It is funny to watch the left meltdown, especially when they find out that their precious CNN and their precious New York Times are not on their side anymore. <laughs> Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. This is great. Look at this. Watch this. Why are Gen Xers uniquely among the age groups so strongly Republican and weakly Democratic? By the way, this new New York Times poll is not unique in showing this. All right. Well, let's move on. (laughs) Here's this lady. What does she say? This isn't quite the right age spread for Gen X, so there's that. But seriously, does, does no one else remember preppies and pearls, white supremacist 50s retro BS, greed is good, and cocaine? That there are the Republican regressives amongst us should not be that surprising. <laughs> oh, they are mad. They are melting down. Do we have any more? Here's another one. Here's another one. Because, the, because only the lame Gen X people pick up the phone when pollsters call. <laughs> Look at this. Because they're 45 to 64 years old enough uh, that most of the white middle class owns, uh, most of the middle class ones own homes and young enough that few of them are living on fixed incomes. And for all that, Gen Xers like to see themselves as cool slackers. The generation that also produced people like Ted Cruz. <laughs> Oh, they're so mad. I'm not sure why this surprises anyone anymore. Who, who was majority at Jan 6 insurrection? Gen X. Into QAnon? Causing a ruckus at school board meetings? Anti-vaxxers? Alex Jones supporters? All Gen X heavy. <laughs> well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Gen X was accused of a lot of things when I was a kid, and Gen X is being accused of a lot of things now. And guess what? Both of them were true. Because it was Gen X that gave way to millennials and Gen Z. So, our fault. We're sorry. Our bad. We didn't know what we were doing. We were doing drugs and we thought we were cool and we thought we were Kurt Cobain and we were into grunge. And now we grew up and we became conservatives and we said, oh no, what did we do? We better fix the world. (laughs) We probably caused this mess to begin with. Anyway, well folks, remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So you know what you got to do? You got to stand up tall. You got to keep the shoulders back. You got to keep that chest up high or out. And you got to keep the head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. We got Antonio Sabato at 9. We got Loud Majority at 10. Myself at 11. Unafraid with Mike Crispy at 12. And Anna Perez with Wrong Think at 1 p.m. Remember, if you guys all go back and, and rumble their videos and you get us all in the top 20, giving away tons of t-shirts tomorrow. Anyway, folks, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. I love you all. Peace.
Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America